Hello everyone, I am back. I know it's been a minute. Um, I've taken a little time off from this podcast just because I have had a lot of personal things going on, to be quite honest. And it's been on my heart to get on here for probably better part of a month and record, but I just, for whatever reason, haven't done it. And so I was actually kind of hesitant again to do it again today. So, um, But you know what? got to get back on the horse, right? So here I am. And um, I just want to chat with you guys a little bit about something that um, has been affecting me and has affected me um, for quite some time. And I have listened to a lot of my clients and I understand that they also are affected by this um, thing called anxiety. Um, I feel like it is a major um, issue that our society is facing and that honestly we don't talk about a lot. Um, when it comes to our mental health, you know, it's it's just unfortunate that um, not many people speak about it on a daily basis uh, to one another about something that they're battling with. But, um, you know, anxiety, as I've come to learn over just seriously being in the treatment room over the last five years, literally affects so many people and at all different levels. I have found in that there are some people who have a minimal amount of anxiety or may not even realize that they have anxiety. And then there are those that uh, suffer from what I consider and call debilitating anxiety, where literally you can't sometimes even get out of bed and function on a daily basis with your day-to-day activities. And I personally have been on a journey for, I would say, the better part of probably at least 10 years of recognizing and suffering with it. Um, But I'm happy to say that I have learned different coping mechanisms, different herbal supplements, um, oils, um, some holistic treatments that personally help me. And I would like to say a disclaimer, that is not for everyone. I truly believe that you need to find what works for you. Um, For me, personally, um, I was in a place after um, going through quite a bit of health issues um, that I literally, it was a snowball. And, And truly, I feel like that that's what anxiety does if we don't deal with it. And I say that, deal with it, because many times those of us that suffer with this, we just whisk it under the rug or sweep it under the rug, so to say. You don't really truly stop and deal with it. And so over time, that can build up. And those buildups can and will, they absolutely will lead to, I like to describe it as like a volcano. Um, it's, it's there under the surface. It's just simmering and bubbling just like that lava and it will eventually erupt. And then many times when it erupts, it's really ugly, very, very ugly. Um, so I myself have just learned that, you know, I have to deal with this on a day-to-day basis um, and to avoid those eruptions and, and there will be those eruptions that will happen. It absolutely will happen. Um, but how you deal with it is 
you know, going to be the initial or the final outcome of, uh, of, you know, of how you deal with it. So anyway, um, a little bit of backstory on, on my personal story with anxiety. Um, I have a really good friend of mine who one day just flat told me, um, Hey Carrie, you have anxiety, right? And I was like, what are you talking about? I, I don't have anxiety. And she was like, yeah, you do. And I said, well, how do you know? And she said, because I suffer from it. And, and I said, well, well, what, what does that mean? Like, what does that mean to have anxiety? And she said, well, it's just something that, you know, we mentally have to struggle with. Um, and that, you know, things can bother us and, you know, it, it causes, um, I mean, anxiety can cause all different kinds of things. For me personally, when I um, am plagued with anxiety, I have a really hard time on focusing on things. Um, uh, I have a hard time, um, compartmentalizing things in my mind. Um, sometimes even speaking in a correct manner. Um, what else? Uh, breathing, just breathing can be difficult sometimes. Um, and when I say that, I mean, breathing in just a nice, normal rhythm. Um, uh, I was at a point it got, when I talk about that volcano, um, mine finally, finally got to a point to where, um, it was debilitating anxiety. Um, I had had a couple of surgeries and, uh, finally it did rear its ugly head. Um, I don't remember how many months that I suffered from this debilitating anxiety, but I do recall finally one day waking up and going, okay, this is it. No more. I'm done. Um, I don't know if, you know, the medication round is, is how I want to, um, go, but I've got to do something. Um, it got so debilitating that, um, I can remember my, and my, my girls were young, um, thankfully. Um, but I, I just remember sometimes it's hard getting out of bed in the mornings. Um, I definitely was probably in a state of depression, which by the way, leads hand in hand with anxiety. Um, it got so bad that I could not even get in my car and drive to town, which we're talking 15 miles away at the most to do day to day, like grocery shopping and things like that. I couldn't go to a restaurant, um, sometimes without having a panic attack. And that was the problem. I was having multiple panic attacks. Um, probably, I don't know, maybe two or three a week which is, it's, it, that's, that's, that's pretty bad. So, um, so yeah, it got real bad. Like, you know, when you can't get in your vehicle or you can't perform day-to-day tasks, um, you can't go out to a meal without having to leave. Um, and honestly, for me, um, there was no, no trigger. Like it had gotten so bad that my body would just instantaneously, release, um, those panic attacks just out of the blue. I literally could be at home in the recliner and all of a sudden my body would go into a panic attack. And for those of you that have never had a panic attack, I I wish that you never do because they're, they're miserable. Um, they literally will put you in almost a state of paralysis is one way I can describe it, where your body will literally go numb. You feel like you can't breathe. 
Um, you cannot at times catch your breath. Um, and then it is just a, once that, once that panic subsides, your body absolutely feels like everything has just been drained out of it. You are emotionally and physically exhausted for the remainder of the day. Absolutely the remainder of the day. You cannot do another. I mean, I, I would just literally just lay there and just be like, I look at my poor husband and be like, I'm sorry, I had a panic attack. I am incapacitated at this point for the day. And, you know, I lived like that for, like I said, the better part of probably several months at that level of bad um, until I decided that I needed to do something about it. And so for me, I wanted to go uh, more of the holistic route. I'd been on medication for my health conditions. Um, for those of you who don't know, I have, I have heart conditions. So I'd been on medication every day, day in and day out, with the symptoms that those medications caused me. And again, I was required and I did take those medications because I needed to for my health. And again, I do not, uh, if medication works for you when it comes to anxiety, thank goodness, you know, you do what you need to do, what works good for you. This is my journey um, and what has worked for me in my anxiety journey. And those are just some holistic practices, simple as breathing. I've learned to control my breath. Um, I have learned to um, find scents um, in the way of like whole, uh, essential oils that help ground me. Um, I will burn incense, candles. Um, what else have I done? Um, the ear seeds that you probably have seen on my social media pages that is pressure, port pressure point acupuncture that I've applied on myself and those have aided me. Um, I have literally run the gamut. I have done acupuncture. Um, that was one of the very first things um, that I did um, holistically was I was in New Mexico visiting my parents and my mom said, hey, you need to come come schedule an appointment with my chiropractor. And um, she's like, I've told him about your story. And she said, I think he can help you. And I literally did two sessions of acupuncture while we were there. And I could immediately feel the release um, in my body. You know, anxiety just holds a grip sometimes on you. And that grip can become so tight that our bodies literally will just ball up your whole body. I know those of you that suffer from this know exactly what I'm talking about. When you just feel the insane amount of intensity in your body that, you know, you're like, what can I do to just relax? Um, so acupuncture was great in um, aiding me in learning to relax my body. Um, what else have I done? Um, just self-care, guys. You know, I, you've heard me talk about it over and over and over again. Um, uh, just practicing self-care um, and also sharing. I mean, sharing is huge. I have shared. Um, it is not something I'm ashamed of at all. Um, anxiety is, um, is something that a large portion of women suffer from. Um, and so there is no shame in sharing that you have that and that you suffer from that. Um, you're not alone at all, I promise. Again, I see it in my treatment room day in and day out. The amount of women that come in here and that 
suffer from this is astonishing. I mean, if I were to put a percentage on it, I would say easily 80% of my clients suffer in some form um, from anxiety. So please, absolutely, um, if you're one of my clients and you need to share, um, 99% of the time, I have gotten so accustomed to a client laying down, whether they're a brand new client or someone who's been coming to me for a long time, and I can immediately, once I lay my hands on them, immediately tell that uh, they have anxiety. And, um, you know, that most of the time is just the energy that that person is projecting outward. And um, I do a lot of things in my treatment room to help um, clients that are suffering from that. If I tell that can tell that you are uh, suffering from that. Um, I will do things if it's a facial. Um, I may incorporate some different techniques, some massage techniques, um, some different oils with different scents that help ground you. Um, you know, if you're coming in specifically for uh, like air seeds and things like that, that we are actually targeting those areas. Um, or if there's something that people just don't quite know why they're getting um, that treatment, nine out of ten times I can immediately just go ahead and perform that anxiety protocol, and um, and that will help help aid them a lot. Um, so yeah, so I say all that to say, you know, um, if if you uh, are suffering from this debilitating thing. Um, again, whether it's just occasionally rears its ugly head or if you're on, you know, if you're, you're at that volcano point and you're about to erupt, um, talk about it with someone. I urge you to do that because um, you don't need to bottle that in. The last thing you need to do is bottle that up um, because eventually that volcano is going to erupt and um, you don't want that to happen. So... Um, I have a few uh, little tips for you and things that I've, again, incorporated um, that help me. And again, I'm saying these things have helped me. You need to go out and figure out what aids you on your journey with anxiety. And these things, again, have aided me. So something I will do if I start feeling anxious, um, I will... Find five things that I can see. I mean anything. I will literally start counting one, two, three, four, five. And don't do it in a quick rhythm. Do it in a slow, methodical rhythm. And then after that, I will do four things that I can touch. I mean literally touch. And then three things you can hear. And I mean like not a screaming child or something like that. I mean something kind of soothing that you can hear. Uh, Two things that you can smell. Uh, again, that's where I personally like to incorporate my um, essential oils. And for me, it's very grounding. I like the scent of like juniper, um, anything that's just kind of outdoorsy um, really calms calms me down. Um, and then one thing you can taste um, and not something that's disgusting. I mean, just find something that actually kind of pleases you, um, something that you can taste. And then um, breathing. Breathing is huge. You know, when, when it, for those of you that have ever had a panic attack, 
you understand what I'm talking about when I'm talking about breathing. Um, you have to learn to control your breathing. And if you need to go into a quiet space somewhere and excuse yourself, and I mean even like just go to the restroom, lock yourself in the bathroom, and just take a minute and just control and bring down that breath. Um, I like to breathe in through my nose. I call um, this my big bad wolf breathing. And the reason I call it, coined it that is simply because I do have an older daughter um, she's 16 now and she does suffer from anxiety, um, as well. And, you know, unfortunately it started rearing its ugly head in, I believe third grade is when she had her first panic attack. And, um, as a mother and as from someone who is also a fellow, you know, suffers from anxiety, I immediately realized that that's what she was suffering from and started incorporating things on her level that she could do. Um, and I could give her tools so that when she goes out into this world, she knows how to deal with this. So we do something called big bad wolf, big bad wolf breathing, where we take a nice deep breath in through our nose and literally exhale it out through your mouth. And then we take another deep breath in through our nose and literally just blow it out, just like the big bad wolf, but blow the little piggy house down. So I do that for probably, I don't know, four or five breaths. And it really works. I mean, it just brings everything down. Um, another thing that I am about to start doing is journaling. I'm very excited about starting that um, journey and um, starting to just incorporate like just positive things um, that I'd like to incorporate in that journaling um, on the daily Um and, and that's just going to, again, add another little tool in my tool belt. I like to call it my little tool belt because, and when I'm applying like ear receipts to my clients in here for specific things like anxiety, I like to tell them, you know, this is not the cure-all by any means. Um, it is just going to be another tool in your tool belt to help aid you in dealing with um, anxiety and aid you in your journey with anxiety. So, um, so yeah, so I like to, again, I have these things in my little tool belt and, um, you know, because honestly, I'm going to tell you right now, I don't think there's, there's no such thing as a cure for anxiety. Um, once you have it, I feel like you have it. Um, you just have to learn how to cope with it and deal with it on the daily. And so that's something that I have done and do continue to do. Um, I do have uh, moments where I can tell my body starts getting tense and that I am starting to have those feelings kind of creep up again. And I have a lot of, a lot of that anxiety and it's trying to bubble back up. And um, so I feel like right now, um, in the season of my life where we are getting ready to this, this is just May is a crazy month for a lot of people. And I personally have been seeing this a lot with clients on the daily where the anxiety is starting to really ramp up. And I feel like it's ramping up for many reasons. Um, school's ending, uh, summer's upon us, um, you know, we're planning vacations, we're, you know, there's just a, a plethora, graduations, um, there's a lot going on right now. So people are a little more stressed out. And those of us that have anxiety, that stress 
is a trigger. And so I laughed one time because I was talking to a doctor about my anxiety and I said, um, what did I say? I just said, I, I, I don't know what my trigger is or whatever. And he was like, well, how much, how stressed are you? And I said, well, I mean, was there like a level of stress? Like, are you just stressed? And he said, well, you just need to stress less. <laughs> and I just laughed because I was like, okay, yeah, sure. Right away. I'll get on that. Um, yeah, I mean, just stress less. We live in a society that is go, 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 do, do, do. And you're telling me that I need to stress less. I'll get right on that. Um, so again, I mean, the, and the, I will say this. If you are at the breaking point, if you are like just cannot take another thing, then by all means, start cutting some stuff out. Like absolutely start just, okay, that can, I can do that next week. This, I could do this next month. I mean, literally, I could do that next year. Do what works for you and your mental state and health. Um, because let me tell you, like, if we just keep piling this stuff on, um, our anxiety is just going to keep going up. So you need to stop, think, and recognize about what's going on in your personal life. Um, and if, you know, if you're at a point that you need to start backing off a little bit and start using the big word N-O in your vocabulary, then please, by all means, start doing that. Um, because I promise you, if you get to that breaking point to where, and, and I again, do not wish that on anyone to where they got or where, where I got to be, where literally it was debilitating. Um, it takes a lot of work, a lot of work to get back to where you can function. Again, it was months for me, um, months. And I, again, was blessed with a husband and a support system that aided me. I wasn't working at the time to, you know, go on that healing journey. Um, and I'm so incredibly thankful for that because if I had had a job and if my girls were younger, I really don't know how I would have done it. I don't know. I have no clue. So um, anyway, I just wanted to pop on today and just talk and discuss a little bit about that. I mean, I know we are in May and it is Mental Health Awareness Month. And so I have literally had this on my heart probably since about the last time that I recorded. And again, forgive me for, you know, putting this episode off. I just wanted to come on here when I was in the right um, mindset to come on and speak about this because this is near and dear to my heart, the subject. And, um, you know, again, it's something that many, many people suffer with. So if anxiety is something that you are suffering from or suffer with, or you maybe, maybe it is, um, I again, urge you to reach out to someone and talk to someone about it. I am, I, of course, am always free to chat about it um, on, you can, you can send me a message on Instagram and I'll be happy to share with you um, things that have aided me. But again, there's a disclaimer here. I am not a medical professional. I am a human being who has suffered from this. So um, just keep that little tidbit in the back of your head. Um, but I also have literally come out on the other side of this. Again, it's not cured. It's not curable. It's something I will live with forever and ever. But I have learned 
how to use holistic practices to deal with my anxiety um, on the daily because it's something that I do live with on the daily. So anyway, um, again, thank you all for listening. And if you have any questions um, about this podcast or would like to reach out to me, um, you can do that on my Instagram page, uh, The Holistic SD. You can find me on there. So thanks again. And I look forward to uh, bringing you a new um, a new recording here soon. Thanks a lot.